Start, Mike, because we got the Zoom going on at the same time. I hit record. We're sorry for the delay. That's why I'm speaking. This is the recycle bin, and then we some books, and there you go. <laughs> We're ready. All right, Marie, can you hear us back there? Okay. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now, uh, some of us, this, this idea and the way we present it is basically not trying to arrive at a fact. We're trying to see what causes us to seemingly believe we've left the fact. Yeah. And the fact is we are what we're looking for. Yeah, or being ourselves reality with a big pause. Yeah, it's not being ourselves reality and then off you go. It's being ourselves reality. Yeah, and then hit it, let it hit you, and then usually you'll see something arise, hopefully, which is the claiming of that statement. And now you, as Paul, is going to try to include its definition as Paul as reality also. Yes? But they can't be reality in Paul. There's only reality. So the point of being ourselves reality, there's no pointing or necessary pointing to reality. The pointing should be about what we're not, obviously. Because if we are reality and we're not really seemingly having any sense of that, yeah, and it seems like a far off place or, or a distant condition that if I do a lot of stuff or a lot of stuff happens to me, I may be ready to be able to go there or arrive there. You have to see that there must be something going on that disputes that fact. Yeah? And in a sense, when you're in the middle of what's going on that disputes the fact, the fact actually is used in a strange way. When you hear your reality, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, because you are basically that which reality is going to negate. So to try to have reality affirm to that which actually reality negates is stupid. It's pointless to me. Yeah. So the whole point is, okay, that's the assumption. The seeker is the sort. Yeah. It's not saying anything about seeking. It says the seeker is the sort. Yeah doesn't say the seeking is the sort, the seeker is. Yeah? So what you're looking for is what's looking. No, what you're looking for is what's before thought. But what you're using to look for it is cast as something after thought. Yeah? So the only way you can see anything is including it with thought. Yeah? This is the dilemma. Yes? So you recognize a failed system, which we are relying on, you know, the mental processes. And as the Course of Miracles says, what can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's its value. Yeah. So you look at, okay, being ourselves reality, what arises? There's a statement that, oh, I'm reality from what you're not. Yeah. And then suddenly now it starts trying to look like it's reality whatever the new fashion of reality would be, you know, loving gazes, long pauses, very, very calm presentations, you know, never looking quickly, just slowly turning, you know, yeah, yeah it's like that. Yeah? And you, there would be a mimicking of what your not believes reality would be like. 
you know, and what I would be like if I was reality. Of course, changing in fashion, mostly loose clothing, maybe <laughs> some garb, some shawls, some scarves, something like that. Yes, and so, and basically, every one of us not having any real touchstone to the fact of what we are, we sort of take a lot of symbols to be meaning something that they don't necessarily mean. Yeah, a loving gaze is not any true sign. It may be a nice effect, but it doesn't mean you have to have a loving gaze. There's no requirements to be what you already are. Yeah. There's no dress code, there's no requirements, there's nothing. All that stuff comes from us, the us that we're not, yeah? So being ourselves reality is the assumption of the message. And then there's very, very, very little talking about reality, yeah? It's not point, there's no point to it because to affirm reality as reality is a negation of reality, yeah? So if you're taking yourself to be something else and you're trying to affirm reality, you're actually affirming that something else, not reality. Okay? So the affirmation of reality as what you're not is an affirmation of what you're not. And it's really a negation of, of reality, yeah? Like the course, just we just read it the other day at one of the meetings. It says the activity of what we're not, yeah, is we end up, there's a firm in faith in this something else, that something else have made, has made to be yourself, yeah? And in that, it, that activity is the act of denial of what you are, yeah? So that which is its agenda is an act of denial of what you are, there's no need to try to convince it of what it is, because it's in an act of denial of what it is. That's its whole point. Yeah. So you may think you're going to insert an agenda, but it has a higher agenda already, which is to reinforce its reality. And therefore, not even intentionally, it has to negate the reality, obviously. For you to be real as what you're not, there can't be a reality available because it would be a constant, constant negation of that fact you're trying to live, yeah? So basically that which we're trying to convince to get excited about reality has a primary directive not to, yeah? It'll get excited about the concept of reality, which always will include it as what it's appearing to be. So we have concepts of heaven, it's gonna be like an, 18 you know course 18 whole golf course and it's going to be open with no fees all the time yeah so shit it's constantly cast in our image and this is the point of non-duality there's nothing else you run into that goes non-buddhism non-catholicism non-judaism non-capitalism it does none of that yeah but this is non-duality because it's not affirming what doesn't need to be affirmed. It's negating what needs to be negated. Yeah? In negating what needs to be negated, the affirmation of what you are becomes obvious. It doesn't take any time. It's there. That's the whole point. It's there. And it's a surprise to that which isn't there. <laughs> because it, that which isn't there thinks it would have to take time to arrive there. But you're already here. Yeah, so it always surprises it because it has a quality of arriving that took absolutely no time to complete. So soon, and there's a great statement out of a yoga 
mantra, we translated it in one way. I, tra I read the translation on a yoga studio wall, really. So it was gone, gone, gone to the other shore. And in Buddhism and stuff, they talk about awakeness, let's say, as the other shore. And obviously there's a supposing that you're on some other shore and you want to arrive at that shore. And then you're going to take a raft. Buddhism is like a raft that takes you to the other shore. Send it back to let other people, yeah? arrive at the other shore. But in this case, the gone, gone, gone to the other shore upon arriving on having never left. See? So as soon as you put your, put your foot on the shore, the shore gets pulled out from underneath you. <laughs> upon having never left. So wait a minute. I, as long as you're blocking it out, and you haven't arrived at the goal, it's safe. You can keep on keeping. But if you arrive at the goal, it's going to tell you on having never left. That's why you don't want to arrive at the goal. The head that's guiding you on this tour has no intention of taking you to the waterfalls. <laughs> Fucking no way. It's taking you to his uncle's store, his cousin's job. <laughs> yes, because So there's a cognitive dissonance going on that we're not aware of. We're trying to make a system that's totally anti to that idea of reality as a, an ally. It's not going to work. Yeah. So this which you're not will sign up for tons of shit that are proclaiming uh, you will become what you are. But being what you are is not interesting at all to it. It's just because there's nothing to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's relevance has to do with time and changing one thing into another and directing and controlling and all. And this just takes that whole platform out from un underneath you. And then you sit with like the emperor with no clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> you sit there and hopefully if you have the access to satsang, that dressing room will undress you. And, and you'll just keep seeing the emperor with no clothes. And hopefully one day it's gonna Click, you're not that emperor. So therefore, you don't have to protect its shyness or da da da. I can never be caught with no clothes. Yes, you can. It's perfect. It's perfect. So you start seeing what you're not, which is an activity. Yeah, there's no, you can't see what you're not, obviously. There's not an anti you and a you. Seeing what you're not is like an awareness of what generates this assumption and keeps generating it. Yeah. So I would say it's, we call it selfhood, which is a lot of activity, mental in nature. And that activity, say there's the miti and there's the meter. Yeah, and basically the meeting and the seeing and the hearing and the feeling, which is the dominant event, now gets uh, overlaid, so to speak, with an interpretation, which is the seeing immediately brings you to the pole of seer seeing. You're more interested in what was seen, and you're more interested in the seer than you are with the see. Not you, the head. Yes, and this is the whole point. If something has shown you its intentions, why the hell don't you get off the dead horse? 
I think it's come around. It's not going to come around. <laughs> it has a stubborn programming. It's not AI, it can, artificial intelligence that could be that could develop and transcend its programming. It's all programming. It claims shit, and it's and it inserts an interpretation, and hopefully the interpretation catches the interest and the attention of the audience to give up the living of the event, really. And so you get back maybe a safe, secure, conditional thing that you can know and understand and rationalize and see others as villains. Yeah, you may get an interpretation that will give you a sense of control and security in a weird way. And you usually end up alone and right, You're very right about it. <laughs> and there you are. And it seems like a good, because before you buy that, let's say, insurance policy, it's telling you it's always going to be fucked. You're never going to be loved. You tell you, that's so you're, let me buy that insurance policy, which is, all right, nothing's going to hurt you, but nothing's going to go out or in anymore. We're just going to give you a story about what, what, what came out, what came in, what will come out, what will come in, and we'll run the traffic now, basically. Yeah. And so a lot of people, it's, it's not satisfying. And so there, it, it, it uh, spawns addictions in a way. You start looking to, to get relief from the system, but through the system, yeah? So the addiction to drugs is really trying to get relief from self, yeah? But now the drug, whatever drug, and any time you take the drug, the selfing will be claiming to be the one that took that drug. So the, the drug is, gonna, is not gonna get you out of the selfing. It's gonna actually reinforce the selfing in a way, yeah? And so, it, so what happens usually is you move, luckily if you're still alive, you move from one addiction to another addiction. And one of the other addictions is a spiritual addiction. Yeah? The same mental condition does its thing spiritually. Yeah? So it's feel, it has a huge security because the people are telling you, you know, and which you love to hear, it may take lifetimes. Wow, that's great. <laughs> I can have a field day with yeah. this. It may take lifetimes. <laughs> You're going to have to purify a whole lot. <laughs> and who's going to be the judge of all this is the head, you know what I mean? <laughs> and most of the masters are dead, so they're not going to dispute your opinions much. I know what Ramana would do. Do you really? <laughs> so, so uh, I did, you know, first time I went to North, uh, where was it? North Carolina. I got asked to come to a group called SIG, Self-Inquiry Group, which was an adjunct of a bigger group. And they'd have a retreat there for seven days. Five days, uh, they would all just be whatever. I don't know what they were doing. And weekends, they'd bring people in. So they used to ask me, the first one I went to, and I went for about seven or eight of them. Then they collapsed like most things. Yeah. So remember I went there and <laughs> we were doing the talk and basically because it was appropriate talking about the spiritual addiction yeah and so I went on I thought it was a pretty good thing and one of the guy raises his hand and says all right I understand what you say give me an example and I said voila see he was excluded he was not he had tons of examples but there was always an exclusion of him you're not doing what you just heard everyone is doing. 
you think, well, nah, I can't beg to differ, you know? But in fact, he'd been there listening to 60 people fucking six hours, 12 hours a day. You know what I mean? I thought, you know, he was sort of, the way the head had him established, he was outside the net and he was a fish in the net, fucking hit whacking. <laughs> and this idea of being a witness or observer, that's all bullshit. There's no one who's witnessing shit. <laughs> I've had a bottom in AA and there was no observer of being in the bottom. All that shit, all those like, uh, like, uh, you know, shirts sticking out of the pants were beautifully tucked in. I was completely fucked. <laughs> there was no observer. Oh, Paul, you're having a bottom. You no, know, that talking was in there. And that's what allowed a huge, huge thing to occur. Yeah. But in this, in a lot of the addictions, there's always a withholding. There's an observing, there's a witness of it, you know. But therefore, that system that you'd want to get out of continues in it. It just keeps continuing about you. Yeah. And so you don't get any fucking real relief. And to me, I was pushed to such a point this figure was willing to die to get a little relief from self, from self. And we would actually calculate cocaine overdoses, shooting it, and, and just hopefully that before the body died, I'd be free at least for five or 10 seconds. Now I'm here to tell you that it didn't work because <laughs> you can't transcend an imaginary thing. You can't transcend an imaginary place. You can't get out of what you're not in. No matter how much you believe you're in it, you can't get out of it. Yeah. So when is it gonna switch or turn? Well, you'll stop trying to find new methods or, or more sophisticated methods of getting out and just sit with the fact, I feel like I'm in, I think like I am in, I live as if I'm in and just sit with the second and just but have the understanding I'm, I'm I've never been in, yeah? Just see what happens. Before you put on another set of shit, just sit nude, naked, you know? You're not gonna get it. You're not. You're not included. You know that story of the great party that always sucks when you arrive? That's gonna go on forever. If you try to include yourself in this, something's gonna be seemingly excluded. If you go to the party, that party doesn't show up. <laughs> but I know I can pull it off. Go ahead. Try every time. Go in the back door. No. Yeah. Because, like Jesus, I think, was talking in a weird way about the eye of the needle a rich person, I'd say rich with self, you know, being totally consumed in this identity, cannot get through, yeah, because you can't, two can't go into zero, yeah, two thinks one is it can enter, yeah, it can slip into one, but zero negates both, yeah, yeah, so that's the message in a way, the message is to, it's a, it's a direction of negation, you get an understanding now, and the understanding will let you see the act that the understanding is about. Yeah, you'll see the mental act. 
yeah, with these, like they're temporary glasses, so to speak. You get the understanding in satsang, and then you see something in a different way that, that you used to see it, yeah? Those glasses allow something to be noticed that wasn't noticed, which is that, that very, very quick claiming and you being replaced with an image of you, yes? And so that peak experience is now turned into an interpretive moment, yes? That epiphany, when it ends, usually coincides with the idea I'm having an epiphany. Then that epiphany now fits on the mental mantle as like a big game hunter, but it's dead. It's not doing shit, yeah? Because you're thriving on it. Now you become a spiritual character, which is even more sophisticated. Actually, I think a junkie has more fun, really, to tell you the truth, because at least you get a rush. Yes. <laughs> the consequences come quicker, and sooner or later it's easy to see where the, uh, the consequences and the reactions of spiritual addiction may not be so easy to see. They don't have interventions. Like someone's not going to come up today and stop Chris and grab him by the shoulder and Chris holding on to that traveling lighter DVD, kick that out of it and drag him into normalcy. <laughs> but there's no committee that runs any of this shit. People can go to 50 retreats if they want. Yeah. I mean, when would you say, hey, maybe it's not working after the 30th or something? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's actually because we believe something is true, but it's being used by another agenda that's more powerful than our little shallow idea of Paul. Yeah, we get overwhelmed all the time. That's what addiction is. That's why alcoholism is. Alcoholism is an admittance that you're outmatched. Something takes you over. Well, that's not just in alcoholism. That's happening all day. Yeah. The head, some aspects going on, to, like if there's, if someone is expressing greed, it, that person's not greedy. He's taken over by greed. Greed is expressing to him. Yeah, because it's like an open door policy. We think we're a long lasting, separate, independent entity, but we're not seen that way. Feelings, emotions, shit come in and out. Yeah. And then they make a, an impression and we're left holding the bag, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of a higher power of the Holy Spirit is a nice way, or like the beloved in Sufism, is a nice way to have this feeling of some power that's much greater than what you used to, like the traffic that you used to have coming through. And this power seems to have your, has a, like a win-win quality and uh, doesn't demand much at all, yes? And so therefore you start feeling like, you start, your first feeling is, uh, is before thought. It's not surrounded by thought or a product of thought, it's before it. You wake up in a condition not of the mental state and it becomes familiar quickly or slowly and now you're living life from a different step, not that step in the mental step, but before it, yeah? And so that which you used to look from, you start seeing a lot more. It's not efforting, you're not trying to see it. It's just, you have an understanding, the understanding applies to the movement going on, and then, yeah, selfing, I get it, yeah? I get that there's seeing, and then something, I don't know what it is, I don't even care, there's a claiming of that seeing, and suddenly I'm in a story called the seer scene. Yeah. How did I arrive there? Yeah. 
All there was was seeing. Where does the seeing come from? Yeah. And then the seeing, which is totally essential for the game of see or seen, yet is not held as essential. The seer is held as much more essential than the seeing, and the seeing is completely underemphasized. Yeah. So the mental state shows its hand. Even though it's feeding you a story, it shows its real hand if you watch it. Yeah. And if you're watching it, you can't be in it. Yeah. You must be before it. Yeah. And after a while, you realize there's nothing before that which is before. Yeah. So I can see what comes after. So let's say if you're home, you can see the character that's going to come to your house and claim to be his house and sit on the couch and say he's been sitting there for 20 years. You'll see it because you're the owner, really. You live there, so you watch the whole charade. It sits down. Yeah, this is my couch. Give me that remote, whatever. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then usually you just roll over. Okay, live that fucking story. No, I'm. I was here before that. Yeah, and I'll he. I'll be here after that. Yeah. So when you bring in affinity to finiteness, the meaning of finiteness gets affected greatly. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're okay, essentially, then the sense of unokayness can't be drawn out into like a lifelong imagined depression. It just can't pull it off anymore. Yeah, you see it; it peters out. It doesn't have the force to to stretch it out because where the battery, and when the battery has gone, wait a minute. Yeah, now the battery's being used in another way, which that faith that used to trigger or or fuel all of those anxieties based on what's not happening are now that faith is bringing about an ease and comfort where you sit. It's the same energy, but it's being put to a different use. Yeah. The mental state isn't the director of the ent uh, energy anymore. I don't know what is. I just know what ain't directing it. Yeah. And I don't even care what is. The ain't is the most important point. Yeah. So now I have a feeling before thought that gives me a lot of immunity that what from what comes after thought, it just does. Yeah. I could see, it's like if you ever did journaling and you fell upon a thing you wrote like 20 years ago, it sounds like the same shit you're writing now. Usually, I'm afraid of, and then different nouns, it's, but it's always, you're starting from a, a point of fear all fucking day. What a way to live. You know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm feeling afraid, I'm worried I'll be afraid. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This just doesn't change shit. It takes out the you. Because what's causing the fear to extend in time isn't fear. It's seen as your fear. You're the only thing that gives life to everything here. Everything is inherently empty. If you've heard Buddhism, that's what they're talking about. Everything is inherently empty of any real meaning. We give it all the meaning it has. Yeah. So how do you see it? Oh, that's a cryptic, very metaphysical question. No, practically, fear, my fear, completely different. Thoughts, my thoughts, completely different. Money, I wish everyone here to have a lot of money. My money, I don't want none of you have any of my money. Yeah, it changes everything. The, the money is the definition of the words exactly the same, but you put my before it, it changes every fucking thing. That's our role. Money isn't putting the my there. We are. We're, we are that presentation of my. 
There's a claiming of everything that comes after. Yes? And then when we give it the meaning it has, the meaning we've given it, it can give us a meaning it has. There's a great statement in the Course where it describes it. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget, or let's say we're in a forgetting. Yeah? We're forgetting that we are the dreaming of the dream, and we've taken ourselves to be the dreamt. And when you take yourselves to be the dreamt, everything you're dreaming now has the ability to affect you as the dreamt. So now, thoughts, you own the thoughts, they own you. Feeling, my feeling can ruin your day. Yes? You see it? Yeah, that's all you need to do is see it. Put on the glasses, satsang's available. Keep, you know, when you, if you need the glasses, they're available. Now, you don't want to get dependent on the glasses because an understanding without vision is going to be a misunderstanding. With a vision, the awareness is the key, yeah? yeah. So the understanding is helpful to a certain point, but it doesn't replace the vision. Vision is everything stripped down. You haven't done one fucking thing to add anything to anything, yes? That's how you are, that's how you were, that's how you're going to be. When you arrive at that shore upon having never left, sooner or later it's going to sink in. You're going to get sick of arriving and departing. Because every time you arrive at where you thought you had departed from late, way in the past, when you arrive there, it tells you immediately on having never left. When do we get it? And then, oh, what's addicted to arriving? It's not you. It is not you. The mental state is addicted to arriving because it's addicted to departing because it has a lot of stories about why, when, how you departed and why, when, how you're going to arrive. But what you are has never done a damn thing. It doesn't present itself through thought. It doesn't present itself through a story. It just is. Yeah, you're on. You're awake. So, uh, yeah, and, and because we can see not to be, here you go, right, freezing day on Marin, <laughs> sit here and listen to satsang, yeah, so I have a lot of faith in the satsang, I do. I didn't do anything after I heard this message, ever, really. I, the only thing I did when I was hearing this message was travel. I went to see Ramesh in India, went to see where Ramana lived, and pretty much that was that. Saw a number of people speak, some I liked, some I didn't. Read a couple of books, never the whole thing usually. You know, things like some books would stop you, and then it was in peace stupid to just cruise to the next page, yeah? I think a pause. We were gonna do that in our first book, and it says, if you have any questions on the, uh, on this, this uh, quality we were just speaking of, go to page 56, and 56 would be empty. <laughs> it was too much work, so we just said, fuck it, which is the motto of Zen Vichla. <laughs> Ah, it's just too much work. Forget it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's the message in a way. I feel where where I am, or where we are. Yeah, it's 
it's an assumed fact, just like there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for a non-existent thing. We're presupposing that uh, there is no thing, yeah? Yeah, and no thing doesn't need to get any salvation from anything. <laughs> so the presupposing is, there's not even a supposing, there's an invitation that you are no thing, and then it cuts out the whole wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Why? <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Why would you spend another second looking for what can't be found if you got clear that it can't be found? What? Why would I want to listen to another description of what's indescribable? Makes no sense to me. Or uh, what's incomprehensible, trying to understand it. <laughs> Just understand what you're not, yeah? You're already the affirming of what you are right now at all times. What we need is a little negating of what we're not, yeah? And then you'll, instead of saying a prayer, you'll be the prayer, so to speak, yeah? Instead of saying the affirmation, you are the affirmation, yeah? It doesn't need to be, it would be sort of a redundancy to keep trying to say what you are which is unsayable, yes. So let's describe what we're not, because you can see it in your head. You can see the activity. It's of a mental nature. Its main movement is to claim. And the thing is, when you hear this message, it's going to say it was the one who heard the message. This is how the message gets neutered, because of who claims to be the hearer of it. So there is the hearing of the message, but you are not the hearer of the message. This is what we try to, well, we do a pretty good job here. We leave the hearing alone and we dispute the hearer. So the hearing of the message is where, what goes a long way. The hearer is the example of what we're talking about, yeah? You're hearing the message and then there's a feeling, oh, this is Paul, I've heard this message very much, and I've heard it said in so many ways, blah, 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 blah. No, that's the hearer of the message, yeah? That's what we're negating. Yeah, we're not talking to that. To me, I see that as an obstacle. I'm not trying to win you over, tell you the truth. We're trying to talk right through you because you're like a giant dead end wall. And we're trying to talk right through you to get to the space that you are. We're not trying to convince the wall that it's space. The wall thinks it's a wall, thinks it's a wall, thinks it's a wall. Let it, it doesn't matter. It, now, if you take it to be you're the wall, yeah, that to me is not traveling lighter. Yeah, so, all right, so that it, that's good? Yeah. Yes, because people are freezing here. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot to pay our bill and now we're out. It's a cold day and, uh, and of course, none of us being a body, we're completely concerned about the body. Yes. <laughs> So it's the body that doesn't want to be concerned about the body. Yeah, when you say you're not the body, it's not to be heard. It's the hearing of it, yeah? Because if it's heard, then it's the body sitting here thinking, uh, I'm not the body. So then it, has, it, it believes it has to put up with tons of snow and cold. Oh, I'm not the body. No, fucking get to the radiator before any of the other jamokes get there. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to open it up to the meeting here. Yeah.
you give a special shout out to Kelly. Oh, so Kelly, Kelly, yes. Where is Kelly here? She was to be oh, there she is. Here's uh. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, this is a good example to uh, introduce our new retreats going to be in Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> Newark, New Jersey, January 12th to the 18th and an outside venue. There you go. This is appropriate dressing. <laughs> There'll be no food. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to act at least for seven days as if we're homeless, knowing all the while we got a place to go on the eighth day. Yes, so we're going to produce a retreat. All right, so you want to, we'll, we'll keep it short because, yeah. All right, anybody, Mike, anyone have a question? Anybody on Zoom want to raise their hand? And nobody there is either? Nobody, anyone have a question here? Their hands are too cold. They all have them in their pockets. I think Ashley. Oh, Ashley, yes. Ashley's hand is up. Hold on a second. Hold on. Gisela has a question or, or a request. I would like you to talk a little bit about the sheep and the lion. Uh, she wants me to uh, speak about the sheep and the lion. I love it. Yes? All right. So we'll do it. The sheep and the lion is an old uh, like parable from India. And that was the first video we ever did was the sheep and the lion. Because that's when I started to get some clues about, and so, and if we were gonna write the book about the sheep and the lion would be awakening at the pond. And then we would have had a second edition. What happens after you leave the pond? <laughs> because something claims the awakening and now you're the awakened sheep. Yeah, all the while being the lion. You've wakened up to your lioness, but you're at a sheep. Yeah, so so the lion's sheep is. Uh, I, I've changed it a little or a lot, but there's a there's a female lion with her cub, and they're roaming around the savanna looking for food, and the the female lion gets killed. The mom. Yeah. So now the cub is uh, is often doesn't know what to do. So it's roaming around. It doesn't know how to hunt and everything. Can you hear me, everyone? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't know how to hunt or anything, so he, he comes upon a herd or a flock of sheep, and it starts moving towards the sheep. Now the sheep get a little nervous, but then they realize it doesn't know it's a fucking lion, you know. So they let the lion come in, and they start. A, he gets ingratiated into the flock, and uh, you know he's trying to get into chewing cud, you know, and they're sitting around the fire talking about who's going to be next year's sweater and he's not that interested in it and then when he's looking at the female sheep they're thinking they he may want to marry them he wants to eat them really he's yeah. like, like this but he's becoming sheep he's sheepified yeah and for all intents and purposes he lives as if it's, he's a sheep yeah so and he becomes he rises in the sheep flock he gets to have a, because he's pretty big and he has a bride and they have sheep and they look strange but they rationalize that away and at this point he's had his hair curled and he's he's a big motherfucking sheep. But nonetheless so one day he's there hanging out with all his flock he's like the leader now uh he sees a big a big lion comes off the the hills and starts chasing the sheep and so the, as the lion's chasing the sheep he sees this 
this other lion running and it thinks he's the young lions joining the hunt but then he realizes the young lions running away from him so he tails off to the young lion grabs it the young lion rolls over on the ground and says oh mr lion please don't eat me i'm just a humble sheep now the older lion's a little you know confused with that he just grabs the young lion drags it over to the water hole and puts their both heads out over the water and the young lion sees the reflection yeah he gets that it's a sheep doesn't matter that he's been living as a sheep for six years it takes no time he sees the old lion i'm a sheep yeah and so the old lion goes roar he doesn't take roaring lessons he roars yeah okay that's the parable but what happens when that lion leaves, the big old lion splits. He's not giving satsang anymore. The young lion turns from the pond and then the selfing kicks in and he's seen as a sheep again. Yeah. And now he has a story that he had an incredible lion experience. He's woken <laughs> up to a quality of I could maybe become a lion one day, all completely rooted in the sheep again. Yeah. Yes. So this is the point about talks it's not enough to to offer the message you got to follow it because what happens is another story we've been using about the guy with the giant bag on his head and he's standing on a corner and he he wants to, he has to get to madras and it's a pretty long way and a guy sees him and says hey where are you going he's going i'm going to go to madras now the guy has already accepted the story with the big bag, I'm going to get relief when I arrive at Madras. I'm going to have this on my head for fucking hours, hours, but it will make it so unbearable. I will be able to put it down when I arrive at Madras. So then the guy goes, hey, there's a train station right around the corner. And the guy didn't know that. And he says, and there's a, there's a train to Madras every hour. So he says, all right, got the message. So he goes to the train, gets on the train, and now he's on the train to Madras, but he's holding the big fucking bag on his head. So the guy had followed him because the last time he told someone the same thing happened. So now he actually went on the train and he sees the guy says, hey, bro, you can put the fucking bag down. The train's going to take you and the bag, not you with the bag, you and the bag. Yes, that's the message in a way. So the message, the old lion can only show the reflection. It has to fucking follow him and give him an understanding. You know, you're going to be, this sheepness is going to kick in very quickly. And it's going to be very easy to you to fall from that sense of being a lion into being a sheep, having an experience of a lion. Yeah, very quickly. And if there's no understanding, it's going to happen. Because it happens like it's going to happen mechanically, no matter what. But if you have the eyes to see it, it won't work. It's not stopping it because it's mechanical. The mental state is going to claim the revelation that it's a lion and put it in a sheep context. That's what it does. Yeah. Can't blame it. It's, there's no choice. It just does it mechanically. So now you have the understanding. So when there's that sense of being wide open and shit like that, You'll see that which it comes in and suddenly says, oh, I'm feeling wide open and whatever. And you'll just negate it by seeing from where you are that instead of seeing from that, trying to find where you are. Yeah. You'll see what you're not from what you are. Now, and the same thing with upon arriving because you've never left. Sooner or later, 
after arrival after arrival, it's going to hit you sooner or later. It will. There's, you can't take an infinite amount of trips. You're going to run out and it's going to hit you on having never left. Yes? That's where the relief is. The, the relief isn't in arriving. The relief is there's no need to arrive. The relief isn't in liberation, it's relief from the need to be liberated, yes? Because that which you're not needs fucking liberation, yeah? It'll do anything to get a little relief, it will. And like, to me, how the alcoholism took this was, in hindsight, I looked at, I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now, yeah? That isn't a unique uh, agenda. I feel most people are in that on some level or not. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put up with a lot of shit with the hope that I won't have to put up with something, maybe for a day or a week or a vacation or whatever. Yes. There's a constant transactional thing, but you can't transact with being. It's just there. Always at all times. No requirement. The requirements come from our side, the head side, not its side. It's like they say, it's an open secret. How can it be a secret if it's open? Exactly. And it's the gateless gate. So obviously there's no tolls at a gateless gate. Yeah, you're getting it. Yeah. Yes. That's the message. The message is not to spend any more time looking for what you are. Yeah. It's to see what you're not. You get an understanding that captures it. And so you can capture it in the wild. You can recognize it, yeah? You can. And I don't think anything defeats the knowledge of light. I don't. Yeah? I think the seeing, the, the quickness of it, and it brought about a being convinced when it comes to alcoholism and drug addiction. My, was not, I was not convinced over time. I got whacked, and I was convinced that I'm fucked, and I'm not managerial quality. It was just put... It was just... It was like a period that never got extended into another sentence. That was it. And I realized, Jesus Christ, I have the ability to be convinced fucking far out. Yeah. And the same thing with satsang. It's landing, it's landing, it's landing. You don't have to disembark. You don't have to get your baggage. Just sit there. Sit at the fucking site. My feeling. Yeah. So... Anyone else? Any other questions? Yeah. I love the sheep and the lion, but again, like I said, uh, what happens after the lion leaves the pond? <laughs> I think is the more essential book, really. Because <laughs> a lot of people get a whack. Why doesn't it seem to extend? Something must come up and claim it, yes? I would say that would be more valuable to understand than what you are because you are that yeah so there's no need to understand it yeah but it would be very valuable to understand what you're not so you so when it says oh it's you you don't buy that you yeah we'll keep on presenting its narrative and story and basically before i saw it as like cnn news flashes now it's like common essentials it's the same shit but i see it in a different light and i think it's Really freaking hilarious. We were joking with these folks about Rupert's Pira, and so we said, uh, "Yeah, Rupert's coming to the meeting." And then, I, <laughs> then I told them, uh, "Put him in the back seat to give him a little humility when you drive him over here." Yeah. 
and you can just fuck around. What the hell? I mean, the seriousness is unbelievable. Isn't it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what we would, someone said it last week, the sacred, what was that? The sacred calling. We just call it a seat assignment. <laughs> sacred is a heavy duty word. A lot of weight there. I think maybe a seat assignment. You know what I mean? It's my sacred duty to go to, you know, aisle 38 on the, Economy. <laughs> I don't see it as a sacred duty. Maybe a seat assignment. Because, <laughs> you know, meaning is being given to everything. Yes. And that meaning isn't just being given to everything. It's a fabric that's used to weave. Yes. Let's say a certain a curtain in a way that has you removed from what you are. And now you're waiting for the sunlight of the spirit to enter while you are the sunlight of the spirit. Yes? You're putting yourself in a position of conditional dependency. It's like the person goes to the beach, not like today, and wants to get some sun. Uh, a cloud can stop them from that agenda. Yeah? The cloud can block the sun from you if you're in this position. What happens if you're on the sun side? You still see the clouds, but now they don't have the ability to block you from the sun. That's what it's like. You just see the same same from a different position. You're not trying to arrive at that position. You've realized that all the false positions is where we depart and arrive from, and it never goes anywhere. Yes, it's, that's all it is. It's never staying put. That which is agitated is not looking for peace. It's looking to beget agitation about peace. That's what it thrives in. That's the Petri dish it lives. The Petri dish isn't meant to be peaceful and calm. It has to agitate because there isn't any self. So the appearance has to constantly be inferred and reproduced and insinuated and remembered because it ain't true. What's true doesn't need much advertising. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Ready for Ashley? And then we're gonna. You ready for Ashley? The lucky winners today will get hand warmers. Yeah. Oh. Whoever oh. gives the biggest donation. Paul, <laughs> oh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Are you ready for Ashley? Yes. Who? Ashley. Ashley. I know Ashley. I don't remember me from Toronto ages ago. If you have a question, I'm going to repeat it to the people who are still staying here. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, and I'm hesitant to even say anything. I guess I just, I thought of you so strongly a week ago and um, I don't know if there's much to say. I guess I just feel I am the ability to re-self and to then create whole infrastructures of this healing journey, spiritual journey. And then I see what you're saying and it's, but it's, it's like the level of the addiction is so strong and so powerful. And I basically just keep on fucking myself over like very hard. <laughs> and I, I heard your, I mean, you kind of answered the question in this whole lion thing that you just did. Like, I see it's what I'm doing. Um, 
and I see there's nothing I can do about it, I guess, by when it arises to see it, but it just keeps, it actually just keeps happening despite. But it's gonna run message. out. It's gonna run out and you'll run, you'll end in a conclusion that's more important than the journey, which is it's a failed system. So a lot of times the only way we get that is being completely demoralized by living from it, yeah? <laughs> It's just yeah. a way, you know, it's not the easiest, soft way, but it seems to work. So that may be what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It just exhausts itself sooner or later. Really. Yeah, I'm definitely exhausted, but I keep on somehow. <laughs> well, you're, you're young, so, you, you know, but uh, yeah, it, it will still run out. It will. Okay, well, I, you know, if I could get a fucking, you know, accelerator. <laughs> I know, well, that's what everyone's wishing for. Okay. Thank you don't I know mean, how fast it's going anyway. Pardon? You don't know how fast it's going. It may be going incredibly fast, but the head plays with time, yeah? Oh my God. So some things, it doesn't want us, it doesn't want to see the efficacy of what's going on. It wants to slow drag it. Yeah. That's why you listen to some other people. I'm not saying me, but, but when you feel something that registers in satsang, fucking let it, you know, don't, you know, don't put the hand on the clanger. Let it keep clanging a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, it's sort of like, What's going to under undergird the, the mental foundation is like vibratory, so to speak. It's going to resonate where the the fakeness of the of floorboards and the foundation is going to be seen through. Yeah. Not every house needs to collapse and have a terrible fucking bottom. Now you can see it fall before it falls. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, like the Course of Miracles, it is supposed to be there to save us time. Yeah, so satsang is there to save you time. Yeah. Nice to see you though. Hon. I'm I'm so grateful. I'm so glad that I was like, where's Paul at? <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. I'll be back. Everyone is thinking that quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's, oh, we got the hefty bags are coming out. That's pretty good. Uh, well, good to see you, honey. We're going to try to close this up because people are freezing at the meeting. Look at this. Okay, that's not, well, Toronto's a lot colder, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're going to any length, bro. Yes. <laughs> so, all right, Mike. Okay, thanks, Ashley. Uh, no other hands are up. Well, great. Let me say hello to everybody if I can. Yeah, we got James down there. Nice to see you, James. I think he's he's closely related to Matt or Alan. Alan, Alan and James. Yes, they're separated by Angie, but yeah. All right, we got Mike. Mike is back. Mike Z. <laughs> yep. Very missed when he was uh, temporarily gone. David Bitterman showed up very well. He's done a great job. Yep. Not manageable. That's the truth, bro. Yeah. Just stay with that. <laughs> Anu. Anu. I love that name. Anu. It's like every morning. What's your name? Anu. Uh, 
it's like a fresh beginning. I like it. Yeah, like a fresh beginning every day. Tommy, Tommy, I see see the same color. Of it. I think he's. I've heard he's from Ireland. I don't know. We got Kelly. Here's uh, your friends are. Kelly. Yes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. They have been here. They're never going to forget this experience. <laughs> It's not an experience. <laughs> uh, Angie, Angie from uh, south of Toronto. Love to see you, Angie. Nice. Yes. We got, uh, oh, there's Kayla. Always a pleasure to see Kayla. <laughs> got Karen uh, and Jack. There they are. Oh, round two. There they go. Yeah. Awesome. Whoa. Yeah, that's nice. Nice to see you. Kenneth from Vancouver, always. Hey, Kenneth, when we go to uh, Vancouver Island, I'll let you know. I think we may go there in June. Good. Okay. Let me yeah, know. I'll let you know for sure, and we'll post it. We, I think we may do some talks up there. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Uh, Roman, nice to see you, Roman, as always. Tariq from Dover, New Jersey, always a pleasure. Nice to see you, Tariq, yes. We got PK from Long, from Long Island City. Oh, that's, Thank you, Paul. Awesome, have, man. No one, no one would register for a retreat in Long Island City. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know Long Island City. That's where my a lot of my family's from. <laughs> PK, they don't know what a warrior you must be. Nice to see you, PK. We got Lisa. Thank you, Paul. Lisa, nice to see you. Uh, I talked to somebody who knows you, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to try to go to Italy. Oh, great. You got to try quickly to put the down payment. It's at the end of the month. We got to, I think we need about four more people. Come Once on, that's folks. done. Hmm? I said, come on, folks, sign up. Yeah, yeah. We got to, we got to, we'll see what happens. It doesn't matter. Chris is behind the small door there he is stefan on having never left yes walter yeah walter from the netherlands walter you better get you better get your down payment for italy i'm expecting to see you there we got leah leah i think i'm going to run into leah hopefully in colorado yeah i never know all right, let's see. Uh, I think that's about it. Hold on. No, no, no. Oh, we got Stacy. Stacy, we're hoping Stacy gets to come. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Judith, my uh, landlord in Hawaii. Aloha, Paul. Aloha, Judith. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was daylight savings time in your area. Yeah, yeah. We don't change our time, so we're gonna we're gonna call you later, Judith. Personally, oh, okay, good. Yeah, or I'll nice call to you, too. you caught a little of the meaning, yes? I did, Paul. I love your message. It's so flawless. It's so beautiful. It's so clean. Um, so so many teachings out there give people a ledge to stand on a rug to relax on and you pull the rug from underneath all of us because we don't need it. I love you so much for that. Yes. 
I envy people with rugs. I'm glad to be flying without one. Thank nice you. to see you, Judith. Yeah, I'll talk with you later, Judith. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute. So Stacy from LA, one of my uh Stacy came when I was really we were doing this early on. She came up here from Los Angeles. Remember? Yeah, yeah that was a long time ago. Nice Perfect. to see you, honey. You too. Good to see you. Yeah, more people for Italy. I want it to happen. Yes, we want it to happen, yes, for sure. It's so beautiful that too. Don O, nice to see you, Don. Again, Ashley, that was a very nice blast from the imagined past. Yeah. We got Joe from the Bronx. There he is. What's up, Paul? What's up, Joe? <laughs> Good to see you, brother. I'm, 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 very, I'm getting disappointed in the Yankees, but I'll have to talk, you, talk to you about that later. Okay, brother. All right. We got Rob Helmer from uh, somewhere near Southern Toronto. Yes. He's alive and well. That's good. Hey, Paul. Nice to see you, Rob. We got Brahmi. Hey, bro, how are you, man? Good to see you. Bro. Good to see you. Hey, we have Brahmi. Brahmi, Brahmi. Wow, you have a, that's a big cat, Brahmi. Wow, it's huge. You want to stay on good terms with that cat. Yeah, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> we got we got Alan again. I see Alan again. We've got Susan K, Debbie McKenna. Hope your body's good, Deb. We got Catherine, and whoever else. I got to just say goodbye because they they're kicking us out of here now. Hey, thank you. I'll see you soon. Think about Italy, but think fast. <laughs> yeah. That has a semi truck and it on the on the front of the truck it says think fast hippie. <laughs> think fast hippie. Like they was gonna run him over. It was good. All right, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. My cat stayed for the whole meeting. Was My it nap time or you just get lucky? What? So good to see you. Same here. We miss yeah. you so much. Are you sitting in the corner by the sliding glass door? Yeah, I am. That you help install. <laughs> no, but I was there before, before, so. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's coming along. It's great. Yesterday the fans were installed oh, in the good. living room the bedroom and this morning i put up the uh light fixtures in the dining room and the kitchen oh wow so yeah so it's coming along quite did nice your, did your solar thing get worked out the fuse or whatever yes yeah it did and so yeah in the front house is almost completely finished and uh, and I've been doing some carpentry, working on the decks and stairs for the front house in the bathroom. So now it all looks really nice. I painted it a dark gray color. It looks good. Good. Yeah, look, it came out really professionally done. Neat. Yeah. I can so hardly wait to, I can hardly wait to come see it soon. Yes, and 
yeah, I hope so. Having Michael was a, such a treat. It was for me. <laughs> yeah, it was for me. Yeah. How, are, how are the dogs and the cats? Okay, they're doing so good. Yeah, the dogs moved in a week ago. I gave them a doggy door for the for the back door. The cats have not learned how to go through the doggy door yet. But the dog, yeah, the dog is learned right away with treats. <laughs> mm. uh, nice. Yeah, that's good. Mm. PK, how are you? I'm great now that I see your face and I see Walter, everybody, it's great, you know, Yeah. David, Mike, you know, I, my schedule, you know, has been all over the place. I can't always go to the live meetings, but uh, it's such a joy to do that, you know, to, to be mm -hmm. present, you know, even though it's such a great message, you know, the messageless message. I love it. You know, it's like, you know, when Paul asked, like, you know, why would you want to listen to somebody describing what can't be described? Right. Yet it, it's so wrong. It's right, man. Shoot. I love it, man. You know, it's just so, you know, it just, it, it's, it, I like, I like to say it's, it's nothing new, but it never gets old. <laughs> right. Right. That's, you know, I, in the past, I, was looking for God because I was dealing with a failed system and a failed system really can't give you much, you know, and disappointment after disappointment and hardship because we don't understand where oh, all this right. is yeah. from. And like, like Paul said, is that it's not, it's no longer, it's not, not only a failed system, but it's also, um, not a friendly user system and so um so yeah you want a god or a higher spirit but all the teachings that say pray to a higher power or or um or a spirit they should be saying like paul says you're you're it you're it yeah. get in touch with that and then, and then see, because that's the only thing that will really bring any peace is to wake up to that. Isn't it beautiful though? It's like waking up every day. It never gets old, you know, like, mm -hmm. like with these meetings to me, even though when I'm here in the meeting, you know, the idea of the meetings one thing, but the reality of it is like waking up like a cold, you know, splash of water on the face. It just always feels so uh refreshing you know well maybe that's the seed assignment waking up <laughs> to that yeah energy. well and you, seemingly right so far it seems to be that but i love what you're saying too is like if you're looking for something that can't be seen you know uh that's beyond our sight you'll never see it but there's always going to be the glitch in the matrix maybe we are the glitch or like what paul said like they're the us that's you know trying to get this thing doesn't even exist, you know, it's just, I love it, you know, I mean, some people might say it's just, you know, it's a bunch of nonsense, but because it is nonsense, that's what I love about it, it doesn't make sense, hey, good to see you, Walter, I've missed you. Did you? Yeah, you're always on the road. 
Yeah, well, you know, like I said, when I work overnight, so sometimes for me, like the daytime recovery meetings, I need a different kind of recovery, which is sleep. <laughs> which is Can why I every ask other you meeting I'm sleeping. Question. Is that the question? Oh, I can mute it, Mike. Yeah, sure, sure, Damir. Have we met you? Um, oh, I'm did sorry. Did I miss the Did I miss the me uh, meeting uh, time? Uh, it's 1 p.m. Pacific time in the U.S. and you know Europe, uh, UK time. Do you know? Not offhand, especially because of the time change that we had last week. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, what but GMT is the same, right, Walter? I think G GMT time doesn't. Uh, no, this is 27 of March. 27 of March. You know, that's why I was late into the satsang. You know, I, I didn't thought about it. Crazy stuff, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. It's okay, I will look uh, at the site, what the times are. Okay. So, Walter, I think with Walter saying, like, so on the 27th, then we'll be synced up. Yeah. Again. Okay. Something so, like that. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you for your share, by the way, Judith. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you for your share always and for being at this. Last school. time you also had a share about crying for enlightenment, no? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I recognize it so much, you know, it, it drove me to drinking a lot of times, you know. Sure. Songs, all the reading, the books, all the spiritual seekers who, who drive me crazy, the therapies, you know, for fuck it. And then I went into drinking again, you know, and then, oh my God, this is killing me. This is driving me more insane than going back to the spirituality, you know, right. with a confused brain. Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah, well, you have to do whatever you can to to try to get out of this failed system. And some people use drugs, some other alcohol, and yeah, 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 yeah. for help. And some people, religion. It, I, yeah, I, I've got this funny thing, you know, uh, uh, funny. I mean, I know exactly what Paul's talking about, all these guys, you know, I, I know what it is to be in it, mm -hmm. but you can't claim it, you know? Right. And right. again, again, you can't claim it. Mm-hmm. Can't. Yeah. Can't. And, and, and there again, you know, and I'm, I met this guy in, uh, in France, you know? He got there through, uh, first through Advaita, you know, and then still, you know, he got confused. What is this going on? He woke up pissing in his bed, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, by the way, he gets uh, acquainted to the Odyssey, you know, and there's the Odyssey, maybe you know, you know, and there's the whole story. Odyssey uh, won the war already. He know what it is going about. But still, he has to take a long road for, before finally everything is gone, you know? Mm -hmm. Seeing all these personalities, well, actually, there are not so many, but getting befooled by it again and again and again, you know? Like getting befooled by love or getting befooled by your anger or by your greed, you know, and not seeing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, one, one, one time being angry, you know, uh, I used to pick up a lot of times when I was angry uh, with all the disasters happening then. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, finally, you know, this anger is gone. Mm -hmm. Right. How nice. How wonderful. Yeah, yeah so, so, the so, sometimes in the professional army man, special forces, he's good in uh, in martial arts, you know, he provokes me and he provokes and he tries again and again. And sometimes I flip out on him and oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm not a victim, I'm 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 not not carried away with it anymore. Right. Yeah, I know. There there is really no you to defend or there there is not someone out there to to get angry at. There's really nothing there. <laughs> but just your anger and your perception that there's somebody out there to receive mm -hmm. it. So why not just give it up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but some people want to engage. Pardon? You can you speak a little bit louder? I said some people want to engage because mm -hmm. the maybe their seat assignment it says you have to engage right now in anger. I don't know, and maybe the seat assignment changes upon recognition that you're not it and these pe people are not they're just you and so why get angry why do harm when it's just you it's it's, it's in the system you know it's somewhere it's in the system and some people have it a lot and some people don't have it you know um, yeah I, I don't go in the why anymore Right. No. Yeah. I mean, actually, anger is very simple. What I see, and I see, it's a lot in the in the rooms, and a well, lot of people not? also hide the anger. But I see basically what's under it is a lot of times hurt, and uh, and under that is deep sadness. And because it's not seen, it's getting emotional, and then uh, people go analyzing it, and uh, well, then you're lost. Right, exactly. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I, I, was, I was wondering, you know, just today uh, on Facebook, I came across an old girlfriend. And she literally broke my heart, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know until that moment, I didn't know it was possible, you know? It is not just a saying, it is really possible that your heart gets broken and it fucking hurts, you know? Mm -hmm. And it drove me insane, you know? This is, I'm talking about almost 20 years ago, you know? I, uh, anyway, I see a picture on Facebook for her. What is this? And then I see her very lovely with another Jude. Luckily, I don't know the Jude, somewhere in the mountains, happy, you know. And suddenly I feel a gulf of something. Okay, I can put the word jealousy on it, and then the whole train goes on it. But yeah, it is just energy moving, you know. But nothing else, you know. I mean, in the past, I would make a story and would go out for a drink, you know, and, and well, 
then three days later, you know, hey, what the fuck am I doing? You know, you know, just energy moving, you know, nothing else. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, you know, all the spiritual seeking, what a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but when somebody says, somebody who loves you and cares says, you get nothing. <laughs> I get nothing. You hear it in and you go, oh, now I have to, to get nothing. <laughs> then you go on a chase and try and make something disappear to nothing. <laughs> the mental state blesses heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get nothing means. Well, that's great, though, nothing. Walter, what you said. I was going to say, Walter, what you said about, you know, kind of, releasing the question why that's such a beautiful idea because i think that definitely is empowering yeah you know if you're always asking why instead you could what's the thing where you ask why not you know <laughs> yeah well i I, 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 I know your mind you know uh peaky I, I see your mind, you know, you, 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 you like to analyze and think it out and da, 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 da. and then, you're, then we could talk the whole night, you know, it's endless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's somewhere, the, the Jewish disease, no? Well, I, I always wonder who's minding the mind. Ah, pardon? You know, I, that's why, who's minding the mind? Mm -hmm. Well, but no, I love that. That's why basically I love you, you know, basically you, you put energy there. Want. You find it interesting. Or how about whose mind am I? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's also like Judith says, it's kind of energetically moving around. And like, I've heard something recently in, in a meeting about, you know, being creatures of habit. And I think that if we pick our habits or somehow gravitate to certain things, and they happen and we're there, it kind of gives us possibly what we need. So maybe for some people, spiritual seeking provides what they need, or maybe it doesn't provide what they need, but it keeps them busy, right? Right. You know, if it keeps them busy. I, I think it's the worst, it. like Paul says, I think it's the worst addiction there is. Uh -huh, it Probably, is. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I, will, I just came across a Greek philosopher. And he said, uh, I forgot his name already, ancient times. And his school was about that life is uh, madness, absolutely nonsense, uh, just like Sartre and his friends said. And uh, so he provoked people to commit suicide. Only he himself didn't do, you know. Mm -hmm. And they asked him why he didn't do that. Yeah, I had, to, I had to tell the story. I had to teach people, you know, that life was useless and it was nonsense. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It really happened, no? Right. Wow. That That's is not crazy. living by example. Spiritual seeking. <laughs> We're not dying by example. <laughs> well, there's a lot of suicide these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I hear it weekly in all the people I know. There's a lot. The highest price for yeah, dark they see, spirits. They see how flawed the system is. How flawed and how it almost feels never ending in that flaw. And how do you straighten something that's so screwed up? I mean, mm. when you look at the news and, and you wanna be serious about your life, 
and about what's happening on the planet and with other people and everything else is insanity. How how can a how can a sensitive, beautiful being really exist in this proco shit? Yes. People are getting more and more insane, I think. Uh-huh. And it's exactly it looks more extreme. And so I was this morning at a business meeting, uh, AA, you know, mm-hmm. and there's my beloved uh, Mark from California. He's 22 years uh, sober, you know, and other people with tons of sobriety, and it's a business meeting. And what the fuck is happening here, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. from. People, people cannot make decisions about simple things. They're saying something and someone else hears something completely different and uh, unbelievable, you know? You need a lot of patience for AA business meetings, man. <laughs> they are slow fucking things. <laughs> Can you hear, hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is one game in town with... Uh, dark spirits the highest game is to take your soul what do you mean suicide any kind of uh, dealings so all those thoughts have your voice but that thoughts are maybe not yours at all well yeah um i i will agree wholeheartedly when paul says it's just the system it's just a system, and the system has really nothing to do with you, but it uses your energy, your life to exist. And, and even though there is no darkness, because everything else that darkness isn't, you are the light of lights. You're the mm-hmm. light. Brighter it than is anything. absence of the light. It is absence of the light. Uh, but mm. but it's seeming absence. You are going light. metaphysically. Yeah. And you not, not are talking speculatively. Right. But not even mm. metaphysically, because oh I, I would <laughs> given it any real reality. Yeah, I would just look at it for what it wants to come through and throw in the truth. And the truth is that there is no darkness. Because you, you, what you really, really are, can't have any darkness in it. But there is a seeming. Seemingly, yeah, seemingly. I'm talking. I'm talking about seemingly things. Uh, I cannot speak about zip com- uh, compressed version, 
so that people yeah. can understand so, about so one hour right. to compress in uh, two minutes. I'm going for tea. Bye, this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So goodbye. Bye, bye. Don't. I don't. I don't think it deserves our attention, except for. Oh, not even letting it go, but you know, it is. It's closer than letting I it think, go. I think Damir left, seemingly. We did. And Walter, too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? I think I like what you were saying, Judith, you know, and I think if life kind of is happening and we're just there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're... But it's, it's like the uh, example of carrying the bag on the train. It. It's like right. so figuring out what is available where you don't have to carry the bag anymore. And then what would you do with the bag? You know, you make macrame, you paint it. <laughs> like, I mean, there's no, there's no real answer, right? Because everybody wants a, a why and a reason and a future due and a justification. And that's not going to satisfy some people to say, you just make art. Right. You just make love. <laughs> just, right. yeah, you just, you just uh, enjoy what you have presently. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's not, there's not much more... You know, and for those of us that appreciate this kind of a meeting, that it's wonderful. But for other people, it's going to be no. There's well, to, <laughs> there's well, dark. it could also be the time, timing, right? Like if it's the timing where somebody's in a space mm -hmm. where they're, you know, they're hungry or they're tired or they they just can't, they're not, you know, resonating with it. That's right. okay too. I like, I think what you were saying, Judith, with the absence of light, light is perceived right. as darkness. But then he was saying. No, 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 it's metaphysical. I guess I don't know. Now, what he was saying is maybe I don't know where he was located, but perhaps, you know, it can be spoken on metaphysically, but then there's a seeming sense of reality, like physical things around us where circumstances or conditions could appear to be dark too. So I guess there's the internal stuff and then the external mm -hmm. stuff. And even though maybe it's all one and the same, not maybe it's hard to know when we're we're conversing if we're we're talking the same language like if we're talking about the heart or the head you know right. maybe it's not always in sync you know like with my mind yeah my mind keeps going and going and going but you know what a beautiful thing i find is with the satsang and the meetings recovery meetings yoga playing music sleeping there's activities i can do that kind of turn down the volume or, or change the channel briefly, which is, you know, which is pretty awesome. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but I think that if, if we can relate to each other, it's one thing, like Mike said, like if people, you said people, they are in, we're in the same kind of wavelength. Right. We're on the same frequency, but then sometimes maybe some people aren't, maybe this dummy or he was just trying to tell us where he was, but if it was in a different frequency, maybe we didn't, we couldn't really understand it, or maybe that's well, what it wasn't Walter even left. his first, English isn't even his first language, I didn't really understand. Or maybe it was too saying. much, like, yeah, or that's why Walter left, because maybe Walter understood, maybe it was, you know, a different, I mean, because really, what is reality? I mean, you know, if everything is sort of appearances of the ultimate, you know, non-dual reality, then sometimes we can converse and 
hit the nail on the head. Other times, you know, we, we might miss and we might, I may, maybe we, we were hitting him with a hammer, like Judith, like maybe I, we were, what the stuff we were saying, it was, his head was that, was, was getting hit by the hammer and it was too much for him, who knows? Yeah, well, we will see, we will see, because um, we will see. Yeah, and like Judith and I appreciate about Paul is that real consistency. So consistent. Not, not, not allowing a rug or a floor. You know, that, that's, right. that's, uh, you can do that in compassionate ways without you know, necessarily being explicit, right? You, know, you can just, right. just by acting like something doesn't matter around somebody who's freaking out, mm -hmm. you know, and not, you know, not in a cold way or whatever, but you could, you know, yeah. it could be that. Yeah. And if they but don't accept it right them, then, right? and if they don't accept it right yeah. then and there, you, you yeah. can have your own confidence that you yeah. know that you know that has to be the reality that they at some level have to be picking up on it, right? You don't yeah. get mad at them for not, well, not <laughs> you know, you for not agreeing with you right away. <laughs> yeah, you don't get when when Paul was over here, it was really pretty neat because Paul would pick up the energy that was taking place and he would take it to a whole other level. It was pretty beautiful. So it was like, oh, so this is what it's like to, I know he would hate to be called a teacher or somebody, but this is the way it is when you're with a teacher. Once the energy starts to shift, once it, he just arrests, it's just like, and it's so natural. And it's not like he is, like Paul was overbearing in any way. It wasn't that he was intrusive, but he just, he took every instance to a whole other level. It was really beautiful. With Michael, it was a little different because Michael is just pure sweetness. It's like, oh my God, you know, being out but, with Michael is like, oh, so much acceptance. You mean Mike Z? Mike, Mike Z. Z or? Mike Z or another very Mike? Sweet, very sweet. And, and it's like a brother that, oh, it's like I grew up with Mike and we were never separated mm. ever. There was, was that, that, yeah, I had was, that same. And like when we kissed at the airport, say goodbye, it was, uh, it just reminded me of family that I've known all my life. Yeah. It's just like family, like we've never, mm -hmm. he was just leaving for a short time or something like that. It was, it was very well rounded. It was wonderful. Yeah. And so that's awesome. And and I and I really Paul. Um when I when I wanted to talk to Paul about my epiphany a year ago, he just completely said, Oh. <laughs> So now you're an epiphany haver. Oh, yeah. It was just like, whoa, you know, it, it was like Zen bitch slap. <laughs> and like, oh, well, oh, and maybe it wasn't what I wanted to hear. I wanted him to go, oh, that's great, Judith. That, yeah, stick to that feeling. No, <laughs> he, me, he did not say that to me because he didn't want me to go after that feeling. And if I didn't have the feeling that I'd be miserable and then I'd be trying to work for that and have my whole life geared towards that. Uh, Paul, Paul, and uh, in, in that sense, he's not, he's so straight up, you know, all I can 
all I can do is just admire it and and hopefully you know do somewhat the same if if you're stuck in and some form of wanting to make darkness real, I'm not gonna light you around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna light your darkness. <laughs> or I am gonna light your darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because it, it just isn't. You you are you are and you mm. are pure light. And a light that can never cast a shadow. Never. The, all the shadows are the dreaming and time and all this other stuff, but I'm, we're timeless. Shadowless. We, we don't even, what was it? Who was the teacher that says, said, where can the dust settle? Hmm. Where? I don't know. And question. where can darkness settle? Where can darkness settle? Where can time settle? Everything gets psh. Our presence is, we'll never know it. And thank God for that in a way. Yeah. Yeah. What are you calling yourself now? Possible Kiowas? Oh, Judith. Possible. That's right. That's our real name. Because in um in the in my parental language, which is Jewish, there is no J. Oh. It's a Y. Wow. It's Y. Judith. So my name where my dad named me was Judith. Oh, with wow. a Y U D I T. Pretty. Yeah, since I came to the United States, when my birth certificate is Judith. And but I just changed it to Judith because uh, it's 